Zero. Second and goal at the one. McEwen motion, or Schultz motion right. Another tight end motion. Play fake. Prescott looks right, looks left. Throws it in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown to Dalton Schultz. Tannehill breaks the huddle. Fourth down and seven. He gets the snap. He's back. He throws a pass and it pulled in. And that's going to be a tackle. No way. No, he didn't make that first down marker. Well, they're going to they're gonna talk it over. No. Ball over on down. Snap to Huntley, rolls right, throws right side of the end zone, and it's incomplete, incomplete, right corner of the end zone in front of the pylon, and incomplete, the Packers are going to hang on and win this game. Down low, the cutting Jalen Hill on the baseline, slams it, and one! Take that, shot blocker. He just dunked on KO. He just dunked on KO! Jumping and TJ back with you Monday morning, December 20, Christmas week. Merry Christmas, everybody. We will be here all week until Friday. Right, TJ? No shows Christmas Eve. No shows Friday, correct. I'm surprised in your highlights this morning you didn't play uh, China Spring winning the state uh, championship game. Oh, my gosh. How great was that? (laughs) Hang on. I got it. I'm glad you said that. I totally forgot about that. Uh, That guy hit me back last night. Um... Let me see what he said here. Uh, I tweeted, this is glorious. He, uh, the, the play-by-play guy, it, it hit me back. Glorious is a strong word. I think ear splitting and over-modulation could apply. <laughs> oh, my God! Oh, my God! Yeah, here we go. Where is China Spring? Um, they played Gilmer. Isn't that Texas somewhere? Yeah, yeah, no, it's there. They're at Cowboy Stadium. I just didn't know yeah. where in Texas. Oh, I had never heard of it until I saw this highlight, so I don't know. Okay. This is, over the weekend, uh, one of the championship games, uh, Texas high school championship games, just before halftime. What you're going to hear is, it appears to me, the high school broadcast crew for China Spring, who, by the way, TJ, Showed up in suits to call the game. Suits, all three of them. Even the spotter over there is in a suit. The uh, color analyst in a bow tie. 
Right. I'm going to play this, and then there's a couple of things about this video that jumped out afterwards. But here you go. This is what it. Uh, this is what it sounded like. Line. It's a 22-yard field goal. Again, he missed from 26. Cougars are coming after it. Could we see a fake? Here's the snap. The hole. It's down. It's blocked. Cougars oh, cover. No way. way. 40. Oh. 40. Oh. Battles 50. 40. Nobody. Oh. 20. No 10. way. Touchdown. Spring. Block field goal. Scoop and score. Touchdown Cougars. At the end of the half. Jackson battles. 90 yards. Cougars. 13 7. The play of the year! Oh my god! Wow! Oh my! Wow! Oh my! Number 24, oh my. Gabe Watkins! Oh Gabe Watkins blocked the field goal! Oh it was my. a high snap! Holder held oh it down! My. Gabe Watkins got in the backfield, blocked it, ran it up the sideline! Nobody was there! Nobody was there! Touchdown! When he's, uh, if you're not seeing the video, like uh, at some point, I think when he's yelling touchdown right there, a touchdown, he's like, took his headphones off and just put yeah, them around his neck. He off. just couldn't even, he's just laying back in his seat. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't handle it. But the crazy thing, I was going to say, the craziest thing for me is, that's just going into halftime. They didn't win the game yeah. with that play. <laughs> that was just going into Did they halftime. end up winning? They ended up winning, I yes. I believe they did, so... I'm going to play this again. Listen to the color analyst. He, I mean, they're high school kids. I'm not picking on them. But the color analysis after this is just glorious. It's just like, wow! You know, but he's frantically, if you see the video, frantically trying to figure out who it was. (laughs) He's looking on his computer. He's thumbing through notes. He's trying to figure out. I think the play-by-play guy said a different name at first. And the color guy's trying to figure out who is number 24. And in the meantime, he's, like, looking at his computer, just letting fly with exclamatories until he finally figures it out, and and uh, and then he comes alive. So here you go. A 22-yard field goal. Again, he missed from 26. Cougars are coming after it. Could we see a fake? Here's the snap. The hole. It's down and blocked. Cougars oh, No way. 40. Oh. 40. Engineers trying to adjust volume. Level. Scoop and score. Touchdown, Cougars. At the end of the He's half. Trying to find his Jackson battles. 90 yards. Cougars. 13 7. The play of the year. Oh my God. Wow. Oh my. Wow. It. Oh my. Number 24, oh my. Gabe Watkins. Oh he found it. Gabe <laughs> Watkins blocked the field goal. It was a high snap. Holder held it down. Gabe Watkins got in the backfield, blocked it, ran it up the sideline. Nobody was there. Nobody was there. Touchdown. (laughs) Oh, that's so great. Yeah, the engineer spotter, whatever so he is, great. like, and then he just like scoots his seat like way back, and like he's holding his stomach, like, oh, oh my gosh, I can't take it. <laughs> I don't think it's either. And maybe it's an engineer. It's a weird place for an engineer to be sitting. It is. It is. It might be. 
It's definitely not a spotter because the spotter would be over by the play-by-play guy. Right. But uh, I've watched that thing like 12 times now, and it's just great. They're going to have that memory forever. Hey, things are just bigger in Texas, including high school playoff they games. Are. So that they are. that uh, proves true the stereotype of I can't remember the guy's name. He works for Marty uh, Smith, and he does the country one like hey, Billy Bob's over there. He's got the uh, first down now. We're going to try to. This is brought to you by Bill's Oil Change down on Main Street. He does the uh, Texas high school play by play stick. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> so this is actually a college kid, I guess. Uh, Drake, Drake C. Toll or something like that. Drake Toll. I'm on his Twitter thing right now. He says he's an overly energetic college kid. <laughs> Baylor student, I guess. <laughs> Baylor softball PA guy. Huh. <laughs> he's the new boom goes the dynamite kid. Maybe is what China he Spring hired him to call the, the game. I don't right. know. But that was glorious. Just glorious. Speaking of Baylor, I have an interesting story for you. TJ, did you see this? This was sent to me over the weekend by someone who shall be remain who shall remain nameless. The Waco Tribune uh, headline: Waco and Baylor partner on a one hundred eighty-five million dollar basketball mm-hmm. concert venue in downtown. Looked beautiful right there on the water. It looked looked gorgeous on the designs. The city of Waco will partner with Baylor University to fund a $185 million home for the university's basketball teams on the downtown riverfront, the one that would double as a city-run performance venue and anchor a larger development. The Waco City Council uh, voting Tuesday on an agreement. They will seek $65 million in TIF tax increment financing the university will supply the other half um it will be a 7,000 seat arena which is an interesting number i love it i think less than 10 for college basketball is great you know make it a tough ticket make it a great atmosphere uh seven is pretty small but still it's going to be electric in there uh let's see here baylor officials had originally proposed an arena down the brazos river next to the Farrell center but after discussion with city leaders they began to explore a multi-use venue that would integrate into a larger vision of urban development along the riverfront that's what they've come up with here uh, they believe uh, according to projections it will result in $700 million in downtown riverfront redevelopment in coming years. Quote, we think it will be generational and transformational. Huh. Interesting, Teach. Very interesting. So just to recap. Yes. The university and the city... Worked together. Came together. Right. To, we're going to build a uh, an anchor for a development here, an arena that will also be a concert venue. It will serve both the city and the university. 
it will uh, sprout up around it all sorts of redevelopment, restaurants, hotels, uh, office buildings that they estimate will result in just the next few years $700 million for the city. Isn't that interesting? You, you would hope that Norman could come up with something like this. Huh. I would just say to that, remember, elections are on February 8th for the mayor and certain city council members. That's all I'm going to say with that. The city will be allowed to Maybe that to vision con- can come back to us. The city will rebuild the river walk from the site in both directions. The city will be allowed to book concerts and other performances at the venue 90 days per year. Um, it goes on. Anyway, I don't mean to be too snarky, but kudos to Waco. I have no love for Baylor or Waco, but TJ, that city is not the same city that it was 10 years ago. I don't know when you've been down there for a football game. Mm-hmm. It was a, a the the campus was nothing extraordinary, and quite frankly, the place was a dumpster fire. And two things happened. The biggest was Magnolia. Uh, Chip and JoJo made that city into a destination, a vacation destination Correct. for a lot of people. But also there has been tremendous foresight by that university and the city with the building of the new football stadium, which is tremendous, and now they're going to build a new basketball arena there as well, which is going to bring a ton of money to the city. So obviously I am uh, being a bit snarky Snarky. here, but come on, Norman. I'm with you. I'm with you. Waco beat you to this. This was your idea. This was your idea. Straight up, Waco stole this. I mean, not that it wasn't out there, but they're getting it done. And they're going to have a fabulous new facility down there that's going to benefit everybody. So. Now you've just made probably me angry said on a Monday morning. I've made you angry? <sighs> yes, because I know what could have been. Oh, I got you. Okay, I got you. I got you. Dad gum, I should have put my name in the mayor's race for February. I was busy Christmas shopping and forgot. Who? Yeah, well. <laughs> 817, I will move to another topic before I get myself in trouble. We'll be back. I just got back from a lovely trip. Along the Milky Way. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. Well, I won't back down. No, I won't back down. You can stand me up. At the gates of hell, but I won't. RK Black brings you this hour. Best products in Sharp and Rico, a pro's elite dealer. Find out what they can do for your office. 321 5900 in Norman, 943 in OKC, or RK Black and Sharp, official provider of the Oklahoma City Thunder. I did mention the city and all of that, and, and OU could have gave a little too. They, 
big part of the blame, which we'll stop. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. That play-by-play guy sounds like Little Steel Man's uncle. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the uh, color analyst when he's uh, when he's screaming. Um, have you guys heard the Mike Trepp's call of Joe Washington's run where he hollers out the middle of it and go, Joe, go? Sure. Yeah. One of the mm-hmm. most famous it's calls very in famous. history. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. We don't have overly excitable play-by-play guys in the history no. of OU around here like that. <laughs> That's right. We never, they would never make calls like that. Uh, sedentary. Uh, very calm. Uh, isn't that the, what they plan on doing with Love's Field coming from someone who doesn't live in the area? Uh, like A large contribution no. from Love's or someone towards the basketball arena probably would have gone a long way in that circumstance of the vote well, a couple of years ago. Yeah. But, like, this is different. Love's Stadium is going to be beautiful, and it's going to be state-of-the-art, and it's going to be amazing. But what this is going to be is going to, um, oh, gosh, um, you know, an arena attached to a shopping mall area, attached to hotels, concert venue, uh convention center i'm sure will be a part of it you know all of that just a big huge development that all they're hoping anyway kind of sprouts up like a brick town around uh what baylor's going to build on the riverfront down there and and that's what norman had in mind as well movie theaters you know all kinds of stuff uh around uh, over by where embassy suites is what do they call that area north um something? um North, not uh, North Park. Yeah, University North Park. Yes, That's University it. North Park. Thank you. I was thinking Up yeah. Park, but you had me confused. Yeah. So No, you're right. Uh, I think we're caught up. Yeah, we're caught up on the text line. All right. Um, you know, I usually put out a TJ or have the guys over there at Sooner Vision help kind of this time of year before the bowl game kind of a top 10 calls of the year or top 20 or whatever, you know, whatever we have. I feel like uh, this year it would just anger people. So I don't, I'm thinking maybe we don't do it this year. Like I'm feeling like any, any look back we do on the 2021 football season is just going to rekindle the fire of uh, hate for mule shoe. Well, wouldn't every single one of them have come from the second half of the Texas game anyway? (laughs) <laughs> well, I think that, that might be the there case. would have been more than one from that. Sure. Right. The the game winner, the Mims catch, the Caleb Kelly, uh, Caleb's play. fourth down. Oh, Caleb Kelly play. Yeah. Uh, Caleb Williams's fourth down run was actually in the first half of that game. Oh, but that's there's right. Four yeah, that's of right. Them right there. Yep. You had the. You would have to have the fourth down play at kansas yes where caleb took it from kennedy Mm -hmm. see we're doing the top 10 list right here you don't even have to think about it Mm -hmm. i think that was all the highlights of the year though that's pretty much (laughs) closes it out we had a uh (laughs) 
we had a man. What else, TJ? I'm my memory is failing me. Anyway, the point is, I think I'm going to punt that this year because I just I feel like any any look back is going to be met with some sort of snark. Yeah, there's a dirty feel kind of. Even though there shouldn't be as far as those players are concerned and the things they did on the field. No. But, yeah, you would definitely there get shouldn't some be, period. I mean, it's just that's and heat, the yeah. feeling in the air right now is that uh, the whole season was tainted somehow. So, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe there will be a uh, demand. By the way, I did look it up. I have, tech, I have Tulsa for 26 today. So, let's go, Kane. I need you. Look at you moving your games and adjusting your score of confidence. Or level I didn't of confidence. adjust anything. That's what I have them for. I think they're going to beat Old Dominion in the Myrtle Beach Bowl presented by Tax Act. <laughs> what do you think the uh, bowl gift is for that? <laughs> Free tax software. <laughs> <laughs> for their NIL deals. That's not a bad idea. That's not a big, a little uh, free CPA work. Uh, that's pretty valuable right there. Uh, go Kane. Uh, what else have we not gotten to? Oh, um, NFL, we got two games today. The Browns play this afternoon against the Raiders. And this is all kind of pending because we're, you know, this game's been moved here. It was supposed to be played Saturday afternoon, but... Brown's got all kinds of COVID issues. We think Baker's going to be able to play, but what is what did they say? He's got to do another test at 2 o'clock today to confirm that? I think that's right. Yeah, one final negative test and he can play, yes. Very important game for both teams in their quest to uh, try to get to the playoffs. Then tonight... A much less intriguing game for me, anyway. The Vikings and Bears play. And the Bears have, oh, both teams have some serious COVID issues. Two more games were moved to Tuesday this week. Seattle at the Rams, Washington at Philly. I just, I'm not trying to get into any kind of a debate here about anything, TJ. It's just amazing we're still dealing with this thing, isn't it? You, you remember way back when we were like, why are they canceling the College World Series so soon? <laughs> right. <laughs> In 2019. It was 19, uh, right? 20. Uh, 2020. 2020? Yeah, March of 2020 is when it all kind of... 2020. The yeah, thing right. broke it's called out. COVID-19, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and now here we are two years later, almost, and we're still dealing with this thing. Now, I'm not trying to rile anybody up, and I'm just remarking at how amazing it is. Um, updated. How are you feeling about the Cowboys, by the way, after the win yesterday? Um, the Cowboys Super Bowl? are. Well, that's what I was about to say. The Cowboys have the ability to either win the Super Bowl or completely flame out, because they'll win the East and be in the playoffs, or completely flame out in their first game of the playoffs and look ter- ter- terrible. Um, it just depends on what they do offensively throughout the playoffs. Defensively, I think they'll be fine. They have a defense good enough, I think, to get there. I just, 
the inconsistencies with the the offense this year and with Dak and some of the things they got going on, it's either if they're on, then they're a lot of tr- they're trouble for a lot of people. But I, I just I don't know what you're going to get out of them sometimes. So so just to recap, uh, just TJ to recap, saying... they can win the Super Bowl or they can lose in the first round. <laughs> yes, <laughs> let me recap it for you. But that's exactly what they are. I mean, I sorry to put it that way, but it's true. Yeah. 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 That's what. That's look, I feel better about them this year for. than I have in a long time. I'll say that, and that's basically based on uh, Parsons and that defense and Diggs and some of the things they do on that side of the ball. So the talents there offensively, you just got C.D. Lamb dropping passes at you know hitting right in the chest at times, and mm-hmm. uh, Dak throwing weird passes that are out of nowhere that could kind of go up like a duck. So it's that side of the ball I would be worried about. I'm a Cowboy fan, Cowboys obviously. the two seed right now in the NFC. You got Packers one, Cowboys two, Bucks three, Cardinals four. Mm-hmm. Boy, the Cardinals looked terrible yesterday. And now, you know what we got on Christmas night, TJ? Browns Colts at Cardinals. Oh, I wasn't thinking about I think that. Like the Browns game. play an afternoon game. They're, they're Browns night. Packers, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, because Bronx what is a, really conflicted wow, about that game. Couple of games. Yeah. Uh, so Packers one, Cowboys two, Bucks three, Cardinals four, Rams five, 49ers six right now. In the AFC, you've got Chiefs now in first. Patriots have fallen to two. Titans three. Bengals four. They got a road win yesterday. Then my Colts are now the five seed, but everybody is eight and six or seven and six. Colts five, Chargers six, Bills out right now at seven, Ravens out right now at eight, Cleveland at nine, but they could jump up with a win this afternoon there at seven and six. So, I mean, it is crazy tight in the AFC. 8.33, we'll be back. Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas are just what you need on your drive home. It's the Rush weekday afternoons from 2 to 6 on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Straight to the phones. My man Benny has been waiting patiently. Good morning, Benny. My friend, PR, my brother, good morning. First of all, I want to wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a healthy, happy, prosperous New Year. Got a couple of questions for you. Merry Christmas to you as well. Thank you, my brother. A couple of questions and an opinion or a comment from you on on a question I want to ask. First, not not this one on the opinion. And Lanusa, how bad is her injury? Or have you heard? I haven't heard anything official, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Uh, I think Serious. it's not looking great. Yeah. Oh boy, I hate to hear that. I mean, they're playing so well, and then you lose one of your best shooters. No. Just and, sickening. Uh, secondly, is looks like the Saints has got the Bucks' number. I think they've won. How about that? Yeah, I do too. And my comment, or a real comment, or opinion is: What's your thought about? Guys that opt out of bowl games and go into the draft. 
to start working or practicing or whatever for the draft. <laughs> Selfishly, I hate it. I do. Um, I want to see uh, the bowl games be played at full strength, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I want the bowl games to be what they used to be, which is the culmination of a season, and they mm-hmm. matter. Exactly. And guys want to want to win them and all that kind of stuff. But I do understand in today's day and age, if you're playing Mm -hmm. in a game that isn't a playoff game, even, you know, a New Year's Day Six Bowl, in my opinion, you should be playing. Mm -hmm. But if you're not and you've got an NFL future, it would be terrible if Isaiah Thomas went out there and had a career-ending injury, Mm -hmm. you know, and – couldn't capitalize so i get it i don't like it but i get it and i hope we can uh i hope we can figure out a way to at least get more postseason games that matter in college football yeah so well, I was glad to see, we I was glad to see Kennedy this. Brooks not opting out. He probably could have, but yeah. I'm glad he didn't. And I don't think the four OU players are going to be that high of draft picks anyway. They're probably third, fourth rounders. Yeah, we'll see. From, from articles uh, I've read. Yeah, I mean, we haven't even had the combines and stuff yet. Yeah, a lot yeah. of that can change with testing and stuff. I think exactly. Isaiah Thomas is going to be, uh, you know, I think they're gonna, his height and – speed and all that kind of stuff. I think he's got a chance to turn some heads, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, that's what Not I wanted to ask you. Hey, I appreciate it again. Blessed holidays to you, my brother. Blessed holidays. And Boomer well. Sooner. Boomer Sooner, Benny. How about that guy, Teach? Boomer Sooner. How about that guy right there? Let's get Doc in here. What do you think? Doc B has been waiting on hold. Good morning, Doc. Morning, Tobe. Hey, Doc. I'm going to the bowl game. Whoa, you're going to San Antonio, Doc? Yep. Wow. How about that? That's big time. How about that, Doc? I'm happy for you. Doc's not yeah. opting out of the bowl game, TJ. <laughs> It'll be my 12th bowl game to go to for you. Really? That's big time, Doc. Uh, are you going to get some uh, enchiladas down on the Riverwalk? I don't know. There it goes. <laughs> We'll see how it goes. What, what led to the TJ. decision that this, as a lifelong OU fan who's attended many, many events over the years in Norman, why this one for your first bowl game? His 12th bowl game. Oh, 12th. I 12th. thought he said his first. Oh. Because he's a Sooner fan, unlike you, who loves going I've on been the to road many bowl and following games. his Sooners. I've been to many bowl games. I thought he said oh. first, and I was curious about that. 12th makes sense. Okay. No more questions. Doc, did you say first or 12th bowl game? Arkansas. Okay. Okay. That clears that. My bad. Top of the top of the loss over Arkansas. They were Arkansas loss. Doc, can you name all twelve bowl games? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, let's do it. Four four orange bowls. The bat. <laughs> all right, four orange bowls. Go ahead. Three sugars. Three sugars. All right, that's seven. Two cotton. <laughs> Two cottons gets us to Sounds like the ingredients for something. <laughs> Alamo's 10. What was that uh, one? What did you say? Shreveport. Independence Bowl in Shreveport. TJ, that would have been 1999. 99, yeah. 
And the Rose Bowl. And you went to the Rose Bowl? Which one? Yeah. Georgia? Washington State. Oh, Washington State, the Nate Hibble MVP game. There you go. That's 12, Doc. Well, I'm happy for you. You're going to have a good time down in San Antonio. You will be the toast of the river walk, Doc. <laughs> Take care, Doc guys. on the river walk. has got a good ring to it. See you, Doc. Take care. Right, take care. TJ, you going to the Alamo Bowl? I am staying here because the rest of you are going to the Alamo Bowl, so someone has to stay back at the station. So me and uh-huh. me and Josh and Tyler will be here while the rest of you leave us. So. You're opting out? In other words. I'm, I'm opting out, yes. I'm not sure exactly what I said wrong. I fully am confident I did say something wrong. But uh, Kurt has texted me, TJ, and that only happens when he's got a correction to make. Yes. Here the text reads, number seven seed is in. Arizona plays the Colts on Christmas. I feel like I said Colts and Cardinals on Christmas. You did. So it must be that I had the seeding wrong in the NFL I was giving out. So So know, folks, that the number seven seed is in. Maybe I... Maybe I said the sixth seed was the last one to get in. I think you did. I don't did. know exactly I, yeah. what I said wrong. I think you uh, just mentioned the sixth seed. I think being – that was San Fran, right? And I think you cut it off there. So He texted me that I said the Browns play on Christmas. Well, the, uh, I said that. I the think Browns, the Browns, play, Browns play, do play on Christmas. They do play on I, – I said that. I said the Browns play the Packers is the other game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Colts play the Cardinals. Yeah, those are the two games. Pretty, I'm pretty sure that's what I said was the Colts play the Cardinals. But. Yeah. Very old and forgetful, so it's possible that I've got my teams mixed up there. So. But, yeah, we go play uh, Kyler in the desert coming off of uh, the – I don't like the fact that the Cardinals just got beat by the Lions. Like, I think they're going to be angry and wound up. And I do feel like uh, a significant coaching advantage for my Colts in that game, though, TJ. I'll take Frank Wright over Cliff Kingsbury seven days a week and twice on Sunday. That's right. We just got a text from uh, Jeff who says, uh, four oranges, three sugars, and two cotton is clearly ingredients for cotton candy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm happy Doc's going. How many Sooner fans are going to go down there, TJ? I would say, boy, I don't know. There hasn't been we a travel well to bowl they games. They travel really well to bowl games. It's on an it's awkward Bob. day. It's, it's Bob. Bob. Bob will bring more than had Lincoln been there still. Sorry, Lincoln. It's true, though. I, I don't know, though. Being, I mean, unless people take that full week off, falling on a Wednesday night like that is just kind of weird. It's not like they have the built-in New Year's Eve, New Year's Day off or something. So... I don't know. Nobody works that week between Christmas and New Year's. I'll be here. <laughs> You'll be here. So you're Some? saying what? A couple hundred OU fans down no, there? No, there'll be more than that. Ten? Ten thousand? Yeah. Hmm. How many Oregon fans will be there? Four. Yeah. Phil Knight's one of those. Phil Knight and three parents. <laughs> right. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing the Duck. You know, we've called a couple of basketball games against Oregon, but the Duck wasn't there at the basketball game. So I'm going to uh, see if I can get down on the sidelines before the game and meet the Duck. It's pretty famous. 
846. Chris Plank joins us to wrap it up next. Before I was born. Norman Reader's choice for best home builder, Winstone Construction, wants to thank Hall of Fame coach Bob Stoops and welcome new head coach Brent Venables. Winstone Construction is your premier home builder and bring you all of our coverage of the Alamo Bowl. The choice is clear. It is the Ref Radio Sports Network. This is great. I was, uh, we welcome in Chris for the crossover. Chris, yeah, Plank. Chris is gone this week, remember? He's, Chris no Plank, Plank is gone this week, yeah. so we, w- we do not welcome in Chris for the crossover, <laughs> like I was saying. Um, I just wrapped up um, our class, Jacob Potter and I's class for this semester over the weekend, getting grades all finalized, all that kind of stuff, so this kind of hits close to home. But a professor... At the University of Tennessee, Chattanooga, TJ, put in his three-page syllabus that he handed out at the beginning of the semester, on page two of the syllabus, he put the locker number and combination where he had put a $50 bill. And it says free to the first who claims it. Locker 147, combination 15, 25, 35. And no one claimed it the entire semester. Huh. Proving his experiment that no one actually reads the syllabus. Oh, I got you. you I got you. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) $50. He put $50 in a locker. Gave the students the combination on the syllabus that he handed out, and it was unclaimed. He went back and got it himself at the end of the semester and posted on Facebook that nobody ever saw. Isn't that hilarious? That is funny. Will Hunting would have uh, actually gone and got that $50, but... (laughs) There's no doubt, because he was extraordinary. (laughs) Right. Uh, I have uh, roused up some people today, by the way, with my uh, Baylor Arena story. So I yeah, apologize. Yeah, I'm sure to all you have you out there. Apologize to all of you. Both sides would work in conjunction. Let's go, people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So anyway, so no Chris Plank. He's on vacation this week. He's on vacation. Well, yeah. You know, I was on vacation last week, and I was feeling bad because some things. We're popping off, and I was like, man, people are having to pick up the slack for me. I'm out of town. Maybe maybe I shouldn't be here right now. And about that time, I got an email from Drake with the schedule for the next couple of weeks on it. And I saw on there Chris Plank's vacation, Teddy Lehman's vacation, everybody else's vacations, and I said, ah, I don't feel so bad anymore. So uh, that made me feel better. I'm glad Chris is on a well-deserved time away do you think his family it is actually time away or is he doing six hours of mad dog each day from the hotel room there's no way he's like walked away from all of it i think uh chris's time away consists of whatever his wife and daughters would like to do and at least two radio shows a day. <laughs> At least. 
Yeah, that's that's time off. By the way, we received a couple of texts on this, people asking how to find that high school video. Uh, if you go to Twitter and just uh, search China Spring One State, it'll come up. Uh, just China Spring and Drake C, something like that. Drake C is the guy. You're, that video is going to pop up everywhere, so it's pretty easy to find. It's amazing. It's really, I mean, the 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 call is great. It's the col- It's worth watching just to see the color analyst, quote unquote, <laughs> trying to figure out the name of the guy who blocked the punt and returned it. He's. They obviously have no note. They they have got some notes laying between them. And they both have laptops there. It's a very untraditional scene in a booth. <laughs> and he's scrolling through his laptop, and then he gives up on that, and he starts rifling through the notes, and then he goes back to the laptop. And all the time he's just going, wow, wow. And then he finally finds the name. It's just it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, the grabbing of the jacket by the play-by-play guy, just grabbing the jacket and, you know. Knocking the guy back and forth is pretty funny. Yeah. All right, so busy day today. We've got um, two NFL games. We've got the Myrtle Beach Bowl today, Tulsa and Old Dominion. So you've basically got a football triple header. Uh, that college game, the Myrtle Beach Bowl, is at one thirty today. The Browns game is at 4 o'clock today. I assume we're not carrying that, TJ? No, I'll probably join it in progress at 6 o'clock, but, yeah, we won't have it live from the beginning. And then you've got Vikings and Bears at 7.15. A reminder that you've got a couple of opportunities the next two nights, Tuesday and Wednesday, to uh, get the fam out of the house, if you would like, and uh, go to a basketball game in the LNC. The women play Tuesday night. Jenny Baranchek's team off to a great start this year, 9-1. and one. They will play Utah at 6 o'clock Tuesday night. And then the men, Porter Moser's team, Wednesday night at 7 against Alcorn State. And that will be it for them until Big 12 play starts on New Year's night. So a lengthy, what is that, uh, 10 days, 9 days uh, from Wednesday night until they open Big 12 play on New Year's night. I'm sure they're going to let the guys enjoy some Christmas and, and all that kind of stuff in there. But uh, So tomorrow night, Wednesday night, chance to go watch some hoops at the LNC. Uh, that's it for me today. Thanks to you fine folks for listening. TJ, I'll see you here in a couple of hours. Have a great Monday, everybody. Mm-hmm.